Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom Hub. Today we are looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 1. Dead flies putrefy the perfumer's ointment and cause it to give off a foul odor. So does a little folly to one respected for wisdom and honor. So what do we observe here? A dead fly will make beautiful perfume to stink, cause it to smell. It doesn't matter the size of that fly. Once it gets into that beautiful perfume, that's the end of the story. So now there's a comparison with a little folly and what it can do to your honor, to your reputation, and to the fact that you have been regarded as one who is wise or who works in wisdom. What does this mean? Simply that a little folly will spoil your reputation and will cause you to be disregarded no longer to be seen as honorable or as wise. Take note of the qualifier, a little folly, a little folly. This calls for carefulness or caution in your thoughts, in your actions, in your words, in your reactions or motive. Because that folly, no matter how small it is, it can cause havoc, it can ruin things for you, it can, you know, change the course of things, it can cause you to you know, lose your placement. It can even make you to regress, you know, in that place that you have moved to with the Lord in your, on your job, in your marriage, in your friendship, just a little folly, a little folly. So we have to be careful. We have to give careful thought to um, how we live our life. So what is folly? Folly can be termed as foolishness. Foolishness which leads to sin based on your spiritual sensibility being blunted. So when you're unable to judge issues or matters rightly, when you ignore God's will and his way, when you act in rebellion, you know, and you're you're against God's position on a matter, you're against, you know, what the word of God says on a matter, such a person is prone to folly, is prone to foolishness. So we we tend to exhibit foolishness or folly when we are we are not in alignment with God, when we are not in alignment with his word, when we are not in alignment with his spirit. And just as we have been told in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 1, that a little folly, a little will cause us to be like you know, to have the experience of when a dead fly falls into perfume, it will make you lose your honor, make you lose your reputation, make it lose the respect that people had for you just because you misspoke, misacted, misreacted, you know, just a little folly, just a little folly. So folly is foolishness, really, when you are misaligned when you're not listening to God, when you're not listening to the Holy Spirit, when you're not keeping in step with the Holy Spirit, when you're not judging issues rightly, you're not seeing matters through the, the, the eyes that God will have us to see, then you're prone to exhibit um, folly. So are there examples of folly in scripture? Yes, you have the case of Nabal. And David sent his men to Nabal to say, look, um, we have been helping your men, keeping watch over your sheep. Nothing is missing. 
uh, it is time for festivities. Can you give my men something for me? And Nabal said, who is that? Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? Many servants are running away from their masters now. Maybe he's one of them. He says, why should I give you what I prepared for my servants to give to somebody called David? And David came prepared to, you know, to bring, to, to kill him and to make sure there's no male standing in his in, 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 you know, in his family. Thank God for the wise action of his wife, Abigail. So that was Nabal, a man who didn't show right judgment, a man who didn't know what he should have done. You know, a man who has been in a place of honor and then, you know, he was asked just for a little generosity, just, you know, to, if you like, pay back good for with good. And he misspoke. And the Bible tells us that not too long after, in fact, 10 days later, the Lord struck him dead. That was Nabal. Then we have the incident of Ananias and Sapphira in the Acts of the Apostles when the early believers were selling their lands and, you know, bringing the money and giving it to the apostles. And it was being used for the common good. And they sold their land, they kept a portion of it. And, you know, the Apostle Peter said, is this all? They said, it's all. He said, are you sure? They said, yes. And he said, why has it entered your mind to sin, to lie against, you know, it's against the Holy Spirit that you have lied. The land was yours. Before you sold it, it was yours. After you sold it, it still was yours. Why did you tell a lie? Just a little folly. Just a little, you know, exaggeration just a little you know um um lie that's what it was why why was it because they wanted to have status a status that makes them look generous for the sake of they wanted to look generous for the sake of status not because they truly loved the community of the believers that was foolishness that was folly they were not in alignment with God. If not, they wouldn't have taken that step. And see where it ended there. Both of them died that same day. Remember, Nabal also died. And then we look at King David and Bathsheba. He was supposed to be at war. He didn't go to the war. He was on his balcony and he saw a woman bathing. And he sent his servants, you know, to get her. She was another man's wife, Uriah's wife. And he slept with her and she became pregnant. And when he found out he was, she was pregnant, he was trying to manipulate situation. Who are you listening to me this morning? You are trying to manipulate situations. Beware. The Bible says that when he tried to manipulate situation, he brought back the husband. He, he refused to sleep with his wife. And so David sent him back with a letter asking that he should be put in the hottest part of, you know, the war and then let um, the men the other, you know, warriors step back and then he will be killed. And that is what happened. Just for that foolishness, David began to experience the beginning of souls. That was the beginning of souls. It was after that, that the Lord spoke to him and said, your own house will not stand. You will have problem all the days of the, your life. The sword will never depart from your house. In fact, your own child will sleep with your wife in the open. That was the beginning of David's trouble, if you like, a little foolishness. 
a little manipulating of events, a little trying to, to take what did not belong to him, a little being covetous, a little being greedy, a little being, you know, um, shall I say, dissatisfied, discontent with where he, you know, with what he had because he was a king. He could have any woman he wanted. Why, Uriah's wife? Why? Okay, and then we have the instance of King Saul. King Saul in 1 Samuel um, 13, verse 9 to 4, you know, who was in battle. And then, you know, the Philistines were heavily coming against him and the people were scattering. And then, you know, he waited for, for the prophet Samuel because Samuel did not come. Uh, he felt he had waited too long. He decided to offer a burnt offering, a peace offering. Bible says as just as he finished the burnt offering, here was Samuel. Samuel said, why have you done this foolish thing? Who are you listening to, the, to me this morning, this afternoon, this evening? What is that foolish thing you're about to do? Have you waited for God and it looks as if God is not coming and you have decided to take matters into your hands? The Bible says that someone said to him, God has taken the kingdom and has given it to somebody better than yourself. A little fool. A little trying to work things out in your own strength, in your own wisdom. That's is fully. And so we have seen these examples of, of, of people who, who exhibited folly in the Bible. And the question is, how can we ourselves avoid um, folly? Well, I'll just share a few things. I know there will be more as the Lord speaks to you. Number one, you have to give careful thoughts. Give the careful thoughts to the path that you take. Proverbs tells us in 426, it says, give careful thoughts to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Give careful thoughts. Give careful thoughts. Give careful thoughts to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. So be careful. Give careful thoughts to, to, to all matters that, that concern your life and situation. Number two, allow the fear of God to pervade your life. That's Proverbs 1 verse 7. Proverbs 1 verse 7 tells us that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yes, so if we want to um, avoid folly, the Bible has told us, number one, we should um, give careful thought to our, our, our path, our lives. And then number two, we should walk in the fear of the Lord. Allow the fear of God to pervade um, your life. And then number three, we need to also realize that uh, we need to pray for wisdom. We need to pray for wisdom and we need to walk in wisdom. If you want to avoid folly, you need to pray for wisdom. And not only pray for wisdom, you also need to avoid uh, to walk in wisdom. Ecclesiastes um, 2.13 says, I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. So if you want to avoid folly, pray and walk in wisdom because wisdom is better than folly. Then number four, allow your relationship, make sure that your relationship with the Holy Spirit is, is alive, is, is robust. You can hear him. You know, he, you, you are keeping step with the Holy Spirit. And Galatians 5.25 tells us that if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. So today, I just want to share with you that you need to be careful. You need to be careful. Be careful of, of folly, of, of, 
of losing your place of respect, your place of honor, your place of wisdom because of a little folly. Little folly at work, in your family, in your marriage, with your friends, in your business, you know, with, 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 with maybe some contract, you know, you just exhibited a little folly and, you know, everything came crumbling down. And if you avoid folly, you need to uh, give careful thoughts to your life, allow the fear of God to pervade your life, uh, pray for wisdom, walk in wisdom, and let the, your relationship with the Holy Spirit be robust. I pray that the Holy Spirit will bless this word in your heart and cause it to bear fruit a hundredfold. Kindly share with your friends and family and until we come your way again. The Lord bless you and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lift up the light of his countenance upon you. Give you his peace forever. May your day be blessed. Amen. Amen.